Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, and patriots of all ages, welcome to a special edition of In Black and Right from CPAC, Texas, here in the Dallas-Fort Worth Metroplex. We are day two of the conference, and we are on day four of the Lone Star Tour. Uh, tomorrow night is the big night. President Trump will be making the keynote address at CPAC. The place is going to be absolutely insane, to be sure. But tonight, President Trump is in Waukesha, Wisconsin, doing a rally just before the Wisconsin primary. And I wanted to bring, uh, we're getting the live stream from Waukesha tonight, and I want to basically transition over into uh, remarks made by Mike Lindell, Mr. My Pillow, the armor-piercing shell, Mike Lindell, uh, just to let you know uh, what's going on. And yep, just a moment. Let me get this all set up for you. We're going to be joining Mike Lindell, speaking from CPAC here in Dallas, to the folks over in Waukesha, Wisconsin, at the rally. This is from Right Side Broadcasting, so hang tight, folks. Let's see what Mike Lindell has to say. I wish I could have been there today, but I had some plane problems. I'm stuck here at CPAC, which ain't a great, ain't a bad place to be. It's been awesome here. Um, how about uh, it's getting a little harder for them to cover up the biggest crime in history, isn't it? After what happened now in Arizona, they tried to steal it from Kerry Lake. They stopped the machines in the middle of the night. Does that ring a bell? Disgusting. Absolutely disgusting. But we're going to, we are going to, it just shows, Kerry's a good reason, or it happened for a reason. It shows you that you can override the algorithms. You can get out and vote, and vote in person. Vote in person, everybody. Don't take those mail ballots to vote in person. Remember, she was 10 points behind by 11 o'clock at night, then all of a sudden she's up by 12,000 votes and they go, shut it down, shut it down. I mean, it's just disgusting what they're doing. The machines have to go. Machines have to go. They have to be gone forever in our country. Um, I'm gonna have a summit. I wanna tell you all about it. Everybody you can watch it on Frank's speech on August 20th and 21st. This is gonna change our country's history. We're gonna have all 50 states there up on stage, people that have worked hard for our country and for our great president, Donald Trump. I want, you know, this is all about communication too. We get through all this, I mean, look at the, look at right now, with your truth social and, and you guys should all get on that too we have to communicate everybody we have to get the hope out the word out we are winning and I mean, it's so exciting what happened in arizona all of the all of the america first candidates all the um um president trump's endorsements i mean they've all come true and uh it's been absolutely amazing i wish um with all of you too i want to say to not sit there and uh we all got to be courageous at this time we're in a perfect time in history, the absolute perfect time where we're going to look back and we're going to say God's had his hand in all of this. Everything had to happen just the way it did. Just think if, uh, um, and by the way, I'm going to tell you how we're getting our country back is the judges. 
Remember, our great president appointed over 300 judges, three Supreme Court judges. And you know what? A year and a half ago, I, none of them looked at any evidence. None of them did because they had, I believe they had fear. They have families, they have friends, families, grandchildren, and they didn't want to be the first one in that anomaly to, that we were in back then. We're still in an anomaly, don't get me wrong. But you think of this, now the judges have slowed the destruction of our country and, they have, and you're starting to look at things. Look at the judge in Florida that made the great decision to say these masks are nonsense and these mandates on airplanes changed our course of history. How about the Supreme Court reversing Roe v. Wade? I mean, this is, they got brave. They went out there and were the judges they were appointed to be. We've got so many judges. How about the hundred? If you have a hundred people in your company, you have to get a shot. Um, that, that got shoved down by a judge. So judges are looking at things. I want to tell everybody, in Arizona, remember the preliminary injunctions we're doing across the country to get rid of the machines. The first one was Arizona. Who was the plaintiff? Carrie Lake and Mark Fincham. This is what the people want. And that judge in Arizona, he was the first one. He said, you know what? I'm going to look at that. I don't want Arizona. I'm going to see if there really is a problem with these machines. Well, he looked at it and he hasn't made his decision yet, but at least he looked at it. I want to tell you about these machines. I'm going to give you a good example that happened over in Georgia. Over in Georgia, on May 24th, there were three, three Democrats running in a primary. Well, this nice lady and her husband woke up and they had zero votes in their own, in their own precinct. Zero. So old crooked Brad Rassenberger had to go, gee, what are we going to do? We should have gave him at least two. And uh, he, so they did, what did they do? They looked inside the machines and they found 3,700 and some votes, which made her go from first, third place to first place. A couple counties over, some lady got 1,600 votes, but she wasn't even on the ballot. And then Rassenberger called it, it was a programming error with the machines. He won his own race, 38% he was pulling out. The next day he gets 51% of the vote. This is the corruption that's going on with these machines. And uh, we are going to get rid of them all. They're going to be gone but until they're all gone. By getting out and everybody voting on election day, we can override the algorithms and have great candidates get into power because other ones have let us down. Politicians have let us down. Well, well, well. Looks like Mike Lindell is kind of quiet and shy on that. <laughs> I mean, oh my gosh, it's amazing. And yes, one of the beautiful things that happened this morning at CPAC, Carrie Lake became the rock star du jour. She made an appearance at CPAC in Dallas. I thought she was still back in Arizona having to deal with the mess with the election, but She's declared victory. She is the nominee for the Republicans. And, oh my goodness, she uh, showed up at Steve Bannon's War Room uh, broadcast position and the place went bananas. It was an amazing time and I didn't even think she was there. But, she got a rock star welcome. Lots of cheers, lots of congratulations, hooping and hollering. So, yay. It was an amazing morning, and it just got better throughout the day. Uh, just tonight, before uh, things really got started, uh, there's the Cattleman's Ball, which is a special event going on, which doesn't have any media. 
which is okay, because I get to watch President Trump's rally tonight in Waukesha, Wisconsin, and get to hear him tomorrow night giving the keynote speech at CPAC. So I get a double dose of Trump within 24 hours. <laughs> well, go figure that. So yeah, I mean, it was great because as I used to live in Arizona and I talked to some of, some of the folks I know out there and wondering what in the Sam hell is going on? Why is the Maricopa County Board of Supervisors and the election people just, you know, what, what's their problem? I mean, what are they smoking? What are they drinking? I don't know. But apparently they're going to slow walk this, but it's worse than even I first thought. Because news came out of Pinal County, which is, neighboring, which is a neighboring county uh, to Maricopa, that the Pinal County elections director was fired for incompetence. And I mean, not just, in, you know, he made a little mistake, he made a huge series of mistakes. First off, not having enough ballots for people on election day was stupid enough. What's even worse is the very same Pinal County had to reissue 63,000 ballots to voters in the county because they didn't have listed municipal races and local races. I mean, we're talking mayors, city councils, stuff like that. But yeah, I mean, and that was a major screw up. And I've even talked about that uh, just before the Arizona primary. But now it's gotten so bad that number one, the elections director for Pinal County was fired. Number two, the person who's replaced him uh, is the county recorder in an interim basis. And so you also have Sheriff Mark Lamb, who is the sheriff of Pinal County, Arizona, having to use his deputies to secure the ballots to reassure people that the chain of custody issues that were there are being addressed. And there is a possibility that the, Pinal, the former Pinal County elections director could be up on criminal charges. Not just incompetence and everything else, but I mean criminal charges. I mean, you run out of ballots the day of the election when people want to vote in person? Are you freaking serious? Well, apparently, that was the case. So now you've got all kinds of issues going on. Carrie Lake is still the winner, and she has sent a very powerful message across the bow of the Pence types, people, the McCain Mafia, and the do-nothing Ducey crowd, the rhinos, the establishment who hate Trump. She's done it and said, uh, you gave it your best shot, but eh, sorry, you you lose. I am the nominee. Yay, happy. And every single Trump-endorsed candidate won their election. They won their primary. The um, Mark Fincham for Secretary of State won big. Carrie Lake won big. Um, 
Oh my gosh, the Attorney General, um, whose name I cannot come up with at the moment, but oh yeah, he won too. Every Trump-endorsed candidate in the state of Arizona for the Republican primary won their race. In fact, Trump had one heck of a night. In Michigan, yes, Tudor Dixon won the primary in Michigan for the governor's race. John Gibbs knocked off another never Trump voted for impeachment Republican in Pete Meyer. And Pete Meyer is a billionaire. So yeah, he got given the boot. So now six out of the ten dingbat Republicans, or at least they call themselves Republicans, have now been eliminated. Either by being primaried, they've retired, or they've been, in the case of crybaby Adam Kinzinger, he was redistricted out. So now, next on the list, number seven is coming. And that would be Liz, the girl is toast, Cheney. Break out the jam and the butter, because you're toast, Liz. You're not even willing to show up in anywhere in Wyoming. And you're begging Democrats to cross over and vote for you. Uh-uh. The polls are not in your favor, dear. You're down in some polls by as much as 20-plus points. And in some polls, you're down 30 points or more. And your and the primary for Wyoming is coming up really quick. So this is going to be fun to watch that. That's another... <laughs> oh, mercy. That is another fun thing that I'm going to enjoy watching. So let's see. Oh, yes, my friends. If you want to know how much of a, well, I'm just going to say it, a badass Ron DeSantis is, the governor of Florida, my governor. Oh, check, people, it was beautiful. Checking out the story of what happened in Tampa. Oh, my gosh. It was amazing. Ron DeSantis, governor of Florida, goes down to Tampa from Tallahassee and personally tells the district attorney of Tampa, who is George Soros funded, he's essentially another one of Soros' slaves, who's very progressive, or more like retarded actually, and but that's a little bit of a different point. But he was essentially escorted out of the building and suspended by Governor DeSantis. Oh, baby. Now, of course, the mayor of Tampa, who is pretty much a whiny demoncrat, I said, excuse me, uh, mayor, d uh, lady, he has the constitutional and the statutory authority granted to him as the executive of the state of Florida, duly elected by the people, to pretty much, he's doing, DeSantis is doing what needs to be done in New York State. And and that's going to involve Alvin Bragg, a George Soros slave who helped, who was helped get elected, took money from him. Yes, and the fact that he's black, just, I don't care. I mean, the guy in Tampa was a white guy, and he still got his butt shown the door by DeSantis and he even stayed in Tampa 
for a news conference to basically let it be known that if you're not going to follow the law and the duties you are supposed that you have sworn to and you defend the laws as any prosecutor so yeah sorry uh no 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 so sorry and this sends <laughs> oh my gosh I mean San Francisco has left a city as woke a city as you're gonna get kicked out and recalled Chesa Boudin the prosecutor the district attorney of San Francisco and now Los Angeles is trying to save their sorry prosecutor by saying that there will be no partisan observers allowed to count to count the vote I'm thinking to myself uh, what kind of drugs are you on I mean seriously that they came up with a lame excuse that somehow this election it's a rec is not subject to the observe the observation of partisan supporters observers I'm thinking to myself okay well looks like the Democrats of California are trying all sorts of little tricks again to try to save Ga George Gascon's sorry butt but I'm really hoping that Chesa Boudin in San Francisco sent a message and now you've got what happened in Tampa <laughs> Governor DeSantis is not putting up with any BS he's not <laughs> and that's of course the left you mental midgets DeSantis is a smart man he's a Yale graduate he was a JAG in the United States Navy the man learned things he knows the law and now you've got some doof some major league doofus in Tampa messing up with messing with his state and he's like eh -eh. no we're not gonna recall you we're just gonna I'm just basically gonna kick your ass out and I love it I absolutely love it because Tampa needs to learn, and very quickly, that Big Daddy DeSantis is not somebody you screw with. You can hate on him, you can whine to the media, you can do whatever the heck you want, but it's still his call because he is still the chief executive. I mean, if you're going to whine, you know, it's like, oh, don't say gay, don't say gay, that which, is a, which was a lie straight from the pit of hell to begin with, Y'all need to realize, I mean, companies like Disney, I mean, come on, Disney, you know painfully what it's like when you mess with the bull DeSantis. You got horned. You got horned hard. And now when the uh, Reedy Creek, uh, the Reedy Creek project, that, that zone in Central Florida, is not going to... The provisions are going to be gone. You've got a few months to figure out how the heck you're going to deal with the loss of all those privileges and all those taxpayer-funded benefits. You're, you're just going to have to figure it out. You can whine, you can moan, you can complain, but it's still going to happen. And you can take it to court. But the problem is, you're going, unless you've got a corrupt judge, which is very possible, uh, 
No. You're done. D-U-N. Done. Because it was done by, by law, by the legislature, voted on in both houses of the Florida legislature, signed by the governor, and pretty much, yep, you're dead, you're done. So I don't know unless you've got a really crooked judge that doesn't know law. Uh, yeah, you're, you you got problems, baby. So I am encouraged that some things, and it needs to happen more, especially in D.C., some things are gonna are coming home to roost, and oh mercy, it's gonna be a whole lot of fun to see what happens come next January when the new Congress is sworn in. Nancy Pelosi will be done. She's gone. She will no longer be Speaker, and I fully expect her to just say, "Okay, fine, I'm gone. I'm just gonna retire." So. It's going to be interesting to watch and see what happens when, if you've got some real Republicans, real America First Republicans, some law and order people, you gotta, you're, you're going to have to realize this is about to get interesting. But, well, until that time comes, I'm just going to be focusing on the Florida primary, which is going to be August 23rd. Looking forward to that. I kind of feel badly, but not that badly, for people who, the Democrats who are running for the nomination to go against DeSantis. That's Charlie Crist, one-time governor of Florida, he's a mess, and Nikki Freed, who is the agriculture commissioner of Florida, and she's an even bigger mess. So, it's going to be the world of, hmm, who's going to be the sacrificial lamb? I don't know, but it's going to be interesting to see, and it makes me that much happier that I am a Florida resident. <laughs> so, with the Trump rally tonight in Waukesha, Wisconsin, and his speech tomorrow night here in Dallas for CPAC, it's going to be a whole lot of Trump for the next several hours. So, if there's anything interesting that happens tonight, at his Wisconsin rally. I will I will definitely talk about it tomorrow. And there's going to be a lot. And I'm hoping to make sure to have his CPAC speech um, recorded. So I can play it back for those of you who weren't able to come. But oh man, it's going to be a, lot, a whole lot of Trump. So I'm okay. And I would rather deal with that than people in on MSLSD who were doing nothing but slamming Carrie Lake and all of the Trump endorsed candidates who won in the Arizona primary because these people are so pathetic and so predictable and so mentally messed up I mean I can set my watch by these guys this is pretty sad but oh well life goes on so um, Considering this special edition, I forgot. I absolutely am amazed. I, I'm forgetting so many things, but my brain is pretty tired. Um, certainly, if you want to uh, send us any kind of questions or comments, you can do it by email at inblackandright at gmail.com. You can check out our coverage on inblackandright.net, our website. 
next week, I'm going to be doing a full uh, CPAC Texas gallery, photo gallery on the website, but I'll be planting some uh, photos on all of our other social media, like Getter and Rumble, uh, Truth Social. We're going to basically go after all of it. So we're just continuing to see what happens. And boy, tomorrow is going to be humongous. Because some of the speakers who will be included are Nigel Farage from Great Britain and many, many others leading up to President Trump's speech. So for now, my friends, you take care of yourselves. God bless. And always remember, patriots come in all colors.